Welcome back to the show. Got a good one for you today. We are going to be telling dad jokes. Yes, we are, daddy. <laughs> so, uh, me and Bethany, uh, we are parents. I am obviously the dad. I think I'm the mom. We still have to determine that yeah, one. You look like the mom. We'll go, we'll go by looks. Anyway, uh, Bethany, though, is the queen of dad jokes. She is constantly telling dad <laughs> jokes. Even when she's not trying to be telling dad jokes, she's, she's rattling them off. Yeah, I'm telling dad jokes no matter what. Um, so I think what we're going to do today... Dad jokes. Yes, yeah, so we're going to do dad jokes. We're going to go head to head uh, and see who's got the... Uh... <laughs> Too bad I'm not the other dad, so we can go tip to tip. <laughs> <laughs> that was messed up. There it is. It already started. <laughs> we didn't even start you already telling a dad joke my bad well then i'll just jump into this okay all right go ahead since we're talking about genitalias mm. what did cinderella say when she got to the ball mm. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little oh, bit of flame no. on this now <laughs> <laughs> oh no all right uh, that's a good one, actually. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. Um, have you heard of the movie Constipation? Nope. That's because it hasn't come out yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I you say it's pretty poopy. <laughs> okay. Let's see. All right. All right. All right. If a midget says that your hair smells really good, is that considered sexual harassment? <laughs> <laughs> to to play off of that one you know when it's appropriate to kick a midget in the balls when when he's telling your wife that her hair smells good (laughs) is that one that you had written down hilarious Uh. um let's see which one do i want to go with okay why do chicken coops have two doors Because if they had four, (laughs) they would be chicken sedans. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Car joke. I like it. That was a solid one. That was a cock joke. Yeah. Cock joke. (laughs) Matey. Um, What concert cost just 45 cents? 50 Cent featuring Nickelback. Mm-hmm. All right. A little bit of math in there. I see what you did. <laughs> what did the pirate say on his 80th birthday? Hmm. A matey. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Um, did you hear about the kidnapping at school? Mm-mm. It's all right. He woke up. If a child refuses to take a nap, are they guilty of resisting arrest? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, The Secret Service isn't allowed to yell, get down anymore when the president is about to get attacked. Why not? Now they have to yell, Donald Duck. (laughs) 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 All right. 
Um, what's Forrest Gump's password? Hmm. <laughs> one Forrest one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh my goodness, I'm killing myself yeah, yeah. right here. All right, all right. I'm going to go a little dirty on this one. What has a bunch of balls and screws old women? Hugh Hefner? Bingo. Oh, okay, okay. Why shouldn't you trust atoms? Hmm. They make up everything. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Scientific. Yep. Yeah, that's a smart one, actually. It is? That's a smart dad joke. <laughs> I could think Google on that one. <laughs> Not original. Uh, uh, what comes in courts? Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> you said court. Every time I come, I produce a court. Okay, so you said court, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. Uh, the answer is elephants. Oh, okay. The Will Ferrell one is way better, though. <laughs> <laughs> I get, it's only funny if you get the reference, if you've seen Step Brothers, uh, but my, I like that. My head is <laughs> killing me from laughing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what does an angry pepper do? Hmm. Get jalapeno face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, why is the weather like a vagina? It's what? Because when it's wet, it's time to get inside. All right, all right. You, you little dirty bird. <laughs> uh, what does a termite say when he walks into the bar? Hmm. Is the bartender here? Hmm. You get it? No. Because termites eat wood, a bar, tender. Like, is it tender enough mm. for him to... <laughs> or whatever noise I make. <laughs> I think that was a squirrel call. <laughs> oh, wow, that, that went right over my head. How embarrassing. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think it's quite as embarrassing as making a squirrel noise and saying that's what a termite sounds like. <laughs> so. There's that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, what did the elephant say to the naked man? What did he say? How do you breathe through that little thing? Lena. <laughs> Um, did you know the first French fries weren't actually, um, cooked in France? Hmm. They were cooked in Greece. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hear you there. We like them fries. I see what you did there. <coughs> All right. Here's a really bad one. This one, uh, don't tell your parents this one. What's the difference between a Catholic priest and a zit? <laughs> what? <laughs> a zit will wait until you're 12 before it comes on your face. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I knew something dirty was coming to that. I mean, you did kind of give us the warning. So. I did, I did. Uh, uh-huh. That's probably the worst one I have in here. How does Harry Styles walk? Hmm. One Direction? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> That's my little dad classic right there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
Did you hear about the chameleon who couldn't change color? No. He had a, a reptile dysfunction. All right. Well, how does the cat like its steak? Hmm. Rare. All right. Uh, what's the difference between pink and purple? What? Your grip. Oh. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it could I, be applied there, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did the buffalo say when he dropped his son off at school? Hmm. Bye, son. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a, that's a classic. Uh... Why does Santa Claus have such a big sack? (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because he only comes once a year. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Honey. (laughs) What does a house wear? Hmm. A dress. Mm, (laughs) Yep. Punny. I got one more for you. Okay. You're American when you go into the bathroom, and you're American when you come out. But do you know what you are when you are in the bathroom? European. European. (laughs) Unless, of course, you're taking a shit. Then what are you? I don't know. Taking a shit, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Shitty. (laughs) Okay, I'll do one last one. What do you call a girl that's thirsty for water? Hmm. H two ho. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I still think my favorite joke is the Cinderella and the ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty solid. It is. <clears throat> it depends on which angle you take it from. Mm-hmm. So, you guys, you should like. Drop in the comments who you think has the better dad jokes. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's pretty close, I'd say. You yeah. had some really solid ones. and A lot of mine were kind of dirty, though. Yeah. I was trying to keep it clean. Why? Because I couldn't really think of any dirty ones. Like, my mind's not there all the time. Mm. I have to be, like, in the zone. True. Very rare. Hey, if you guys have any of your own dad jokes, go ahead and drop those in the comments as well. I'd love to read those ones, too. I'll read them too. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Do you have any more? You doubt? Um, I have a joke right here that's kind of stolen. Betty White, I'm sure you guys all know who she is, the OG. She said that she's so old that the only way that she has to communicate with her friends is through a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> Betty White getting up there live and just saying that? <laughs> oh, man. She's a nutcracker, that's for sure. Yeah, that's because she's outliving everybody. Do you know who else is outliving everybody? Hmm. Keith Richards. You know, I think when it's all said and done, and everyone who is currently alive mm-hmm. dies, those two will still be hanging out. I have a few more that I think would possibly be there. And I definitely think Clint Eastwood and Morgan Freeman are going to be the other two. (laughs) (laughs) 
mean, Clint Eastwood, he's way up there. Morgan Freeman's got a few years to catch up. True. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Keith Richards, though, he's one. He's like a cockroach. <coughs> Meaning that we could have, like, a nuclear holocaust, and we would all die, and Keith Richards would still just be hanging around. Mm-hmm. It's like Betty White, man. How are those guys doing in like during this whole coronavirus situation? They're, li they're living it up. I was gonna say they're probably doing perfectly fine. I heard that Keith Richards is gonna donate samples of his DNA uh, to help speed up the process of producing a COVID nineteen vaccination. Is this for real? No. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like that's great. <laughs> Give me some of that. Oh, I definitely man. would say Mick Jagger would be up there with him too. Yeah. I mean, he had heart issues like. What, a year ago? And then right after he healed from that, went back on tour again? Mm -hmm. They're in their 70s. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I feel like Keith Richards, though, is just so radioactive that, you know, he's just never going to die. He's had every, like, possible, like, drug in his body and everything that, if that didn't kill him, like, what Yeah, will? exactly. Like, <laughs> if he hasn't already died, like, wh what's going to kill him? Nothing. Old age? Man, no. it's not even... <laughs> Close to the stuff that he's done to himself, old age. Something a lot harder is going to have to come around than that. No doubt. wonder if they're like aliens or something. They're the reptile people. Reptilian. The reptilians. They got reptile dysfunction too. <laughs> I don't think Keith Richards does. Didn't he have a kid recently too? Or was it just Mick Jagger and Ron Mick Woods? Jagger. Ron Woods also. Did he? Mm-hmm. Who was it? It was one Man. of them just had twins, like, the same time Cecilia was born. Kudos to those guys. Like, I don't, like, couldn't even imagine having another child now, and they're doing it in their 70s. Yeah, I had my daughter, our daughter, in my early 20s. Like, I just turned 22 by, like, two weeks and had her. That's tough. Can you imagine, like, a great-grandma or great-grandpa raising a child? Those kids are going to go to school and be known as the Crypt Keeper's children because yeah. their parents are going to look old as dirt. But Keith Richards is going to look like freaking father time. <laughs> yeah, Keith Richards, like, he's still kicking it, but he still looks pretty bad. Well, he, I mean, he is. In, like, in all honesty, he's always kind of looked pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's just ugly. We'll just put it that way. Him and Mick Jagger, they're oh, both yes. ugly looking motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> this is Mick Jagger. <laughs> he looks like Barney Fife. <laughs> That's an ugly person, too. Oh, my goodness. They've gotten so much tail in their life, but they're, like, the ugliest people on earth. Mm -hmm. And pe Just, like, people talking about, like, Post Malone, like, oh, he's so sexy. He's, like, the best-looking guy around. Mm -mm. What are you into? Gas station-looking homeless hobos? <laughs> <laughs> they're not cute. You like their talent. Yeah. Don't confuse talents with good looks. Mick Jagger is like one punch away in the face from looking like that dude from the Goonies. Hey, you guys. <laughs> you should have worn your Goonies shirt. <laughs> Here's another one since uh, you're wearing the Beatles shirt. Hmm. Paul McCartney. He's ugly, too. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> He's also, you know, not the real Paul McCartney either. <laughs> the original Paul McCartney probably looked better, like, at the time of his accident. Uh, yeah, oh. probably. Is it too soon for that still? Too soon. It's still debatable. 
yeah. still a conspiracy. That's true. You know, I wonder if uh, <clears throat> if Paul McCartney will ever reveal whether that conspiracy was truly false or real when he's on his deathbed. My goodness, my phone. I don't know. But I bet his uh, birth certificate will state it. It'll probably be like... Not, not if he yeah. went through the trouble of getting a new one. That's true. You can change your name. What was I thinking? Yeah. Or they just took Paul McCartney's real birth certificate and said, here you go, William Campbell. This is now yours. <laughs> and they just destroyed his. He yeah. doesn't even exist. That's true. Like, that would be cool, like, playing the part as the Beatles. But, like, can you imagine, like, faking that, like, your whole entire life? I think it would be pretty rough, you yeah. know, like, I think to some degree, like if William Campbell, if Paul McCartney is really dead and William Campbell is really the new Paul McCartney or mm-hmm. whatever, that you would have had to go through some kind of series of brainwashing oh, yeah. just to ensure that you don't believed in your entire entity that you are Paul McCartney. And you don't have a slip up. Right. It reminds me of SpongeBob, like... One of the episodes when Squidward's um, <clears throat> cousin was coming into town and he was like this like rich squid <laughs> and Squidward was like really embarrassed because of how his life turned out. He had nothing going for him, just played a clarinet and SpongeBob was trying to be a waiter at like this big fancy restaurant that Squidward supposedly owned and he was trying to like convince SpongeBob all these different things and basically like wipe his memory clean and like... <laughs> He got to a point where the cousin was like, and what's your name, young lad? Or something like that. And then you see SpongeBob, like, in his brain, like, looking through files, like, what's my name? Name, name, name. And he was like, (laughs) Beef Wellington. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, what if if the, uh, the memory eraser from... Uh, Men in Black is a real thing, and that's how they were able to program William Campbell. They just <laughs> came up to him, and they erased his memory and just told him, this is who you are. Sit <laughs> <laughs> so there with, like, those, like, um, circle things, you know what I'm talking about? Like, the, like that, like, hallucinate you, where you're just like... Oh, yeah, but I mean, like, have you ever seen Men in Black? <laughs> not, not really. I mean, I've seen parts of it. Oh, okay. Well, in Men in Black, they have them, like, a, it looks like it looks like a stick. And basically, they hold it in front of people who've seen weird shit, like when the aliens come and whatnot, and they don't want these people to remember this event, and they flash them. And then the, the, it erases a specific amount of their memory. They can set it, and then they tell them, what, like, what they want them to believe happened during that lapse in memory. Mm-hmm. When you said that, all I could think about was the dad joke again. <laughs> What's that? What's brown and sticky? Hmm. A stick. That one was stupid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you laugh. I don't know why, like, oh, the no. whole thing I heard, just, like, it was like a blur of silence and then stick. And I'm like, ah. Yeah, you didn't retain anything I just said, did you? A little bit. What did I, what'd I say? Brown and sticky is a stick. That's what you said. <laughs> So, do you really think that Paul McCartney is dead? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Paul McCartney's dead. That's your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely think this whole Paul McCartney situation, like this Paul McCartney, is definitely William Campbell. 
Because think about this, okay? The Beatles, how popular they were. They could not go anywhere, right? Right. They would always be mobbed and all that stuff, which, I mean, could you really blame the people? But now that all of them are dead, is Ringo still alive? Yeah, it's just Ringo and McCartney. Okay, I don't really know anything about Ringo or where he's at or what he's doing. But Paul McCartney, like, he's, like, on these, like, TV shows, and nobody, like, flocks after him, like the Beatles. And as great as the Beatles were, I feel like to this day, people would still be all over him. Well, you're, you're assuming that the general population also doesn't believe that that's the real Paul McCartney. I guess. But then also the songs and all the little, what do you call them, innuendos? Oh. Or the little... The, the little hidden messages and yes. stuff that were in all of the Beatles songs yes. after. I think that all started with... Uh, um, what album was that? Rubber Soul? Mm-hmm. The Black Masking? Is that what it's called? No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Good try, though. Hey, forever. <laughs> it's Back Masking. <laughs> uh, anyway, Back Masking is the idea that you put hidden messages in music and that you have to play the music backwards to hear it. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a lot of debate on Back Masking, and a lot of people say that Backmasking is just um, power of suggestion, and mm-hmm. that if you tell people it sounds like that, and that you already have that that phrase or that word in your brain, mm-hmm. and then you listen to the backmask, and you're like, oh yeah, it definitely says that because someone already told you that it says that. Right, I get that. The mind is a powerful thing. <clears throat> now, as far as I never really like remembered what people were saying. Like at certain points, if you rewind the song, it says this. So when you were playing that stuff for me, like. Some of the stuff I really could hear, like, Paul is dead mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But then all these other songs where, like, from other artists that they say that says, like, talking about, like, Satan and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't sound like it at all. Yeah, that that's really a power of suggestion, I think. I think, things. So. I think uh, um, John Lennon, because they do say that John Lennon was the one, the first person to intentionally put messages oh, yeah. using backmasking. And some of that stuff is pretty compelling. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not the first person to, to make music and then play it in reverse right. as uh, on the songs because some other bands have done that during that era, mm-hmm. during the classic rock era. Uh, but he put messages where you could only hear it if you played the song backwards. Right. Uh, but it still sounded normal playing forwards, you know. I know. Can you imagine, like, the skill set that took to do that? Just, like, I can say the ABC's forward, but, like, doing them backwards like I have to stop and think like how could you create a whole song around that Mm -hmm. at the end of strawberry fields if you play to the very end and you crank it up you can definitely hear Lennon say I buried Paul right it's in there that gave me the chills like especially if you listen to the original recording Mm -hmm. like I think if you listen to some of the remastered stuff they they cut that out like it's been removed Right. Which then leads more into that conspiracy. <laughs> like, why was it remastered and then removed? Right. Um, the Witness Protection Program thought that was too much. They're like, oh, they're <laughs> on to us. But, like, it, it's just the whole situation's weird. What's, what's that movie that we watched where they talk about the Beatles and all these conspiracy theories of Paul oh, McCartney? Uh, Paul McCartney really is dead or something like that. Oh, okay, well, that's basic title. Yeah, yeah. That, that is really what it's called. <laughs> it's like a documentary. But some but of the it's stuff... Not, it's not supposed to be like a, uh, 
you know, it's it's allegedly a fictional documentary, even though a lot of the stuff that they pull um, is quite compelling, and it does actually come from the real albums, and it is the real songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the stuff is quite a stretch, though. If you've never seen it before, yeah, it's quite a stretch. I highly recommend watching it, though, <clears> just to, you know, get your own general opinion on it. And they do have pretty good um, information on it and about the Beatles. <laughs> what The part that um, is really crazy to me is the way that they were talking about John Lennon about how, like, he basically, like, got murdered because of this whole situation. Like, it really leads you into believing about the witness protection program that, like, Paul McCartney had to go, or William Campbell had to go through the whole witness protection program situation with that. Right. Yeah. I've only seen it one time, so, like I said, it's not fully there, but. (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it a handful of times. Uh, even, like, the stuff that they point out in, like, the album art and stuff like that. Like, my dad had original Beatles uh, vinyls, mm-hmm. and I've looked at the album art before, and it is definitely uh, there. Weren't they talking about the, what, what was that instrument? Not the guitar, the... Sitar. Sitar, like, how he held it, like, differently for different Oh, things. you mean, are you talking about Paul McCartney? I thought. Because Paul McCartney didn't play the sitar. Oh. That was George Harrison. George Harrison. Yeah. yeah, Paul McCartney was the bassist. Gotcha. Maybe it was the bass that he held, like, completely different at, like, different times that, like, led to speculation about the well, whole... Well, what it was was that William Campbell played the guitar, mm-hmm. and so he learned how... He had to learn how to play the bass when he was... Allegedly became uh, the new Paul McCartney, and they are saying that... Uh, There were specials that he did (laughs) after the Beatles had broke up Mm -hmm. um, where he was playing the guitar again, but he was playing it right-handed. And Paul McCartney was a left-handed bassist. Right. Another thing, too, that if you look at who they say Paul McCartney is, like, his face hasn't drooped at all. Like, it looks so firm. Like, he's had these surgeries. And, like, I don't recall, like, him having any, like, facial lifts or anything. Like, people talking about that. Like, usually that gets around. About stars and stuff. That's I don't just know. His, that's his just a face personal looks opinion. pretty droopy. To a certain and, extent. And typically speaking, if you've had facial reconstruction or plastic surgery, like a long time ago, over time your face does look worse Poopy because doo. of it, because it doesn't hold up very well. Oh well. But yeah, the jawline that they were talking about in the movie that because um, there was a point where Paul McCartney had like. Wasn't it a full beard or, like, some, like, sideburn action going on? Yeah, he had a full beard. Yeah, that was, like, they speculated in that 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 was um, because of the surgery and that it wasn't healed. Right. Yeah, and then there's a lot of stuff, too, in the album art where, like, Paul McCartney is either facing a different direction Mm -hmm. or walking uh, with a different foot forward compared to the rest of the group. Uh, On the Let It Be album, he's got the microphone straight in front of his face. Right. To kind of, like, maybe hide, like, the little... Yeah, allegedly, like, hiding some scarring from right, additional surgery. surgery. Right. I mean... Crazy. If this isn't true, can you imagine, like... This is just another thing proving why the Beatles are so great. Mm-hmm. That all this time and effort that they put into this potential conspiracy theory. 
Right. It's like, well, I mean, they didn't put the effort into the conspiracy theory. Well, just, but I mean, like, with the whole, like, albums and how they did, like, the photographs and, like, to kind of get people thinking, like, how certain things were right. and get their minds going. It's yeah. just phenomenal. Like, what were they out, like, actually, like, out playing, like, concerts for three, four years? Well, there was a, a period of time after, like, I think it was after Rubber Soul where they didn't play live. Mm-hmm. Like, you, they've almost never played live, ever. Right. Uh, at least until after the breakup, and then they started doing stuff live individually. But as a group, though, like, they've recorded stuff in live settings, but they never did, like, live shows. Right. That's got to be the life, though, being such big stars where you really don't even have to, like, go out and travel and put on these concerts and stuff. You just get to just record songs and put them out and make tons mm-hmm. of money. That is I, the dream. I, that would be the best way. Like, I would, because, like, well, we both play music, mm-hmm. and I think, for me, the best scenario would be a recording artist. I, w- I have zero desire to, like, travel. Right. Like, I would be all about, like, playing small venues and stuff. Like speaking, of, yeah, like locally small venues. Speaking of small venues, though, um, John Mayer mm-hmm. has actually publicly said that he would rather play in a dive bar with his John Mayer Trio Blues Band than play in a giant amphitheater in front of a hundred thousand people with his regular pop John Mayer right uh, gig. Like he'd rather play small shows. With his blues band. Have you ever heard of uh, the John Mayer trio? Yeah, I think you showed me videos of it. He's pretty talented. Well, yeah, John Mayer is super talented. There's no denying that. Even in his pop music, there's no denying that. But his blues music, though, is phenomenal. Because he was talking about that the other. He didn't really like, but he was doing that because that's that's, where the money is. Yeah, that's where he makes the money. That's that's the direction his record label wants him to go because they know that, at at least at that time, because John Mayer is not really... (laughs) you know, a big artist anymore. Uh, He's not in the limelight anymore like some of these other people are now. But um, at the time, that was the direction that they wanted him to go. So, like, he didn't necessarily, like, sell out. But, like, I mean, he's super talented. He can probably play any kind of music that he wants. Yeah, make it sound good. Yeah. And they were just like, well, this is the direction we're going to go. You have the talent to carry this type of music through, which he does. I mean, he's a phenomenal artist. Um, but his true passion is blues music. Mm-hmm. And his blues stuff, if you guys ever get a chance, look it up. John Mayer Trio, that stuff is phenomenal. Well, you can be talented and be able to be well-rounded in the music world, but if your heart and soul's not really into the genre or whatever that you're doing, it, it's kind of obvious, you know? that That's probably why his blues music is so much better, because that's where his heart is. Yeah, I mean, his regular stuff's not bad by no, any no, stretch definitely. of the imagination. He's had, like, top hits. Definitely. Uh, it's just you, he's come out and said, like, I would rather do this than that. Right. But. I think once upon a time that I would have loved to travel the world and do, play big shows and big venues. And, like, I still would be, like, all about doing big shows and venues and stuff. But the traveling thing just, it doesn't seem so, like, appeasing to me anymore just because of having a child and you know being married and everything right yeah like ideally I would be like a like a recording drummer Mm -hmm. and I would drum on tracks for other artists um who are also recording artists who don't have like desire to like go out and tour 
right. you know, across the country or around the world. Um, I think really, like, if I could, I would just be a house drummer and be, you know, like, the drummer for, you know, a venue. Mm-hmm. So when people come in and they say, hey, I need a, you know, I'm a, you know, solo artist, but I'll play with a drummer or Give whatever. Give me a beat. Yeah, yeah, I would be that guy, and I would be totally down for that kind of gig rather than, you know, playing at the amphitheater in front of 50,000 fans. Okay, so now that you mentioned that, would you ever play in this situation at the Catalina Wine Mixer? (laughs) Would you bang those drums? fucking Catalina Wine Mixer. (laughs) The acoustics just, they weren't right. (laughs) I love that movie. Play those fucking drums, Dale. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. But yeah, like I would rather do that than, you know, be a touring artist. I think, I think to a certain degree, at least for me, like, I just don't think I would enjoy that very much. Mm -hmm. And it would be very stressful uh, for me to be away all the time or be always on the road. Like, I think some people thrive on that and that's why they do it. And they, they do it like their entire music career. Mm -hmm. But then there are also artists who make a ton of money off of just being recording artists and they never travel. Well, look at Jimmy Buffett. I guess that he only performs in Key West, and that's it. I mean, that's the life. Like, I mean, sure, if people want to come here and listen to me play all the time, I'll do that. <laughs> but kudos to those people who really, like, actually do have the families and are out traveling the world and putting on shows. Like, that's great. Yeah. I just don't know if, like, I ever could do that. I have, like, such separation anxiety, mm-hmm. like, leaving you or the baby. Yeah. I think for those people, though, too, they really have to have, you know, their family has to understand what they're doing and has right. to be okay with it. And then as the as the touring artists, you'd have to have a lot of trust, too. Right. Like, that your family is, you know, doing you right when they're staying home, you know. Or even a nanny. Yeah. Like a good nanny. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's, that's another hard thing, too. Like, not saying that I don't trust you, but, like, yeah. you know, and in, in maybe in a different scenario. I don't trust you, but. <laughs> <laughs> like, in a different scenario, like, if I was with another person or whatever as a traveling artist, it would be hard to trust that person to be faithful while you were gone. Right. And, like, I think that would be a stressful situation for any touring artist if right. they have, you know, a spouse or a girlfriend or a significant other at home while they're on tour for five months or whatever. So if you were on tour for five months. Would you trust me being faithful? Well, yeah, of course. All right, but I'm just saying, I was <laughs> using it as an no, example. No, I completely understand. Like, that's, I don't think, like, regardless of how well you get along, that thought's always going to be in the back of your mind. Like, five months without your spouse, you know, being home on a regular basis is a lot to handle. Right, right. And then even, like, from the other end, uh, as being, like, say I was the one at home and you were traveling, like, I would then have to also have trust in you. Right. You know, or, or likewise, the other way around, if I'm traveling and, and you're home, having trust in me because, you know, groupies and that kind of shit, that's a real thing. Oh, yeah. People throw yourself at, or themselves at you if you're famous and have some money and putting on shows. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's too stressful with having a family, I would say. No, I'd rather be a, you know, recording artist, work in a studio kind of thing. To be honest with you, really, I think I'd rather just have a studio and just help other artists yeah. record and stuff like that. Like, I don't think I'd really want to be the one on the road doing shows. Like, like I said, you know, before we even started doing this podcast, like, I would never want to be, like, famous. I think and that in and of itself is stressful. 
See, like, I think that I wouldn't mind that. That's just my personality, though. Like, I love being outgoing. I love meeting people and everything. Just being in the limelight, like, all the time. I would absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. Now, like, within your own home, like, don't be flocking my house. You know, that's our private time. I understand that situation. But I would love that. Like, seriously, that's always been my dream. But, like I said, having a family, it's my dream's kind of, like, altered a little bit. That I would rather just do it from home. Mm -hmm. That's why I went to school for what... I went to school for because I can potentially work from home. Right. Yeah. Okay. That was super annoying. People call on the house phone all the time. Like, who really has a landline now? Is my dad the only person in the world that still has a landline and not a cell phone? You know, for the longest time, my dad didn't have a cell phone and he had a landline. Mm-hmm. And then he actually had to get a cell phone because his work made him get one. Yeah, because he's a, he's a postal carrier in Wisconsin, yeah. and they wanted to go to more of a digital uh, communication style where they wanted everyone that was a carrier to have a cell phone so that they could communicate with them directly on a route if they needed to. Yeah, like even like the sending the text message, like I get that a lot of people like per se the older generation doesn't like the idea of texting all the time. But what if, you know, you're working or something where you cannot be on the phone and somebody has to reach you that you can, like, discreetly just pull it out and look and like, oh, this is what, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about cell phones now. I'm not one that likes texting or anything like that. But it is nice to have that. Even, like, sending pictures to people. Or, like, somebody's at the grocery store and it's like, oh, pick up eggs. We, we don't have any. Mm-hmm. Instead of getting home, like I've done with my dad multiple times and – have to go back to the store because there's no cell phone to get a hold of him on. Right. Yeah, I would rather text uh, than talk on the phone, to be honest with you. I, I actually hate talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think part of that is because I'm an introvert, and I'd right. rather not have to do that. Uh, and I, you know what? Because I'm an introvert, that's probably also why I wouldn't want to be a traveling rock star either. Right. Or why I wouldn't want to be famous. I don't I, want people bothering me. I just would like to do something at my own pace, like on my own time when I want to. That's mm-hmm. the type of person I am, like texting. You don't yeah. have to reply right away. You can do it whenever. And yeah. I mean, sometimes I never reply. Sometimes it takes me like a month. Sometimes <laughs> it takes me a month to think of what I'm going to say, and then I'll get back with you. Maybe. I'm, I'm actually really notorious for opening up a message and then getting away from it before I replied because I was doing something else and then just never going back to that message until mm-hmm. like a week or so later. And I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot (laughs) to respond to this person. They probably think I'm dead now. I don't even think that's just you texting because how some people will be like, oh, tell your wife I said hi. Or you're like, oh, guess who I seen like a month later. You tell me that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm really (laughs) bad at that. Well, that's another thing, too, is like if someone tells me something like that and it's not pertinent information for me, it like goes into the back of my memory and I just don't think about it because it wasn't important at the time. Nor was the message, like, super important. Because it's always like, hey, can you tell Bethany I said, hey, what's up, or whatever? And then I won't remember for, like, a <laughs> week. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I saw so-and-so, and they said, hey, that they wanted you to text them or something. Yeah. Like, and for me, that wasn't, like, very important information. And then later on, they're like, I didn't know why you didn't text me. I thought you were upset with me or something. No, I just wasn't told to text you. I wasn't told <laughs> to get a hold of you. <laughs> Although yeah. that also does irritate me, where people are like, hey, text me. It's like, if you have each other's number, why don't you just text the person? Yeah, that shit goes two ways. Yeah, it's so annoying. Mm -hmm. I hate that. 
Yeah, I remember having shit like that happen where someone was like, why don't you give me a call? And it's like, bro, why don't you give me a call? Mm-hmm. Why don't you text me? Like, it goes both ways. Like, Right. I thought about that, that a lot of um, people are, like, there's, like, a slogan or campaign, whatever, going around about um, that you're not alone, basically, in this whole coronavirus, that, you know, there's ways to communicate with each other via social media, phone, text, any of that. Where are all of my friends at? Why isn't anybody getting a hold of me? I feel alone. <laughs> right? I mean, has anybody actually checked up on you, seen how you were in this coronavirus? Yeah, actually. I've had actually a lot of friends from back home, Wisconsin, message me since this thing has gone down. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's also, too, because, like, you're never really on social media posting things. Like, if I'm posting stuff, you know where. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, uh, my home facebook page my own personal profile is dry i don't have anything on there except for if i tag him yeah on everything's on there is from you tagging me on <laughs> stuff like i don't ever post on there but yeah i feel so alone even though we're not supposed to i feel alone yeah even my instagram is dry it's like I, the last like five posts that are on there are probably all from the last like couple of years and there's probably not anything super recent other than a picture of cecilia right do you think that, like, this whole, like, you're not alone thing started from celebrities? Probably. Yeah. It's like, well, of course you're not going to be alone. You have all these people reaching out to you, wanting to communicate with you. Like, I seen Justin Bieber on Instagram was doing a live video and actually, like, um, talking to people, like, mm-hmm. face-to-face. Yeah. Like, that stuff is super cool. Like, I like that. Yeah. But then they're also like, you need to stay home. You can't be out doing things. Yeah. If we had a nice big house and a nice big yard and a nice big pool and all that land, I wouldn't have a problem staying home either, would you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they make it sound like it, it should just be so easy for all you regular <laughs> stay folk home. to stay home. You know, like, look at me. I'm doing it. I'm staying home. You can do the same thing. It's like, dude, yeah, but you got like a six-acre yard and like a 200,000-square-foot house that's bigger than, you know, half of the biggest establishments, right. you know, retail establishments like your house is freaking massive and then yeah it's easy for you it takes you a whole day just to even probably walk from one end to the other <laughs> yeah walk from one end of the house <laughs> to the other <laughs> like me the highlight of my day is going out and checking the mailbox mm-hmm. like i would love to be able to just walk around my house and like in a whole day never like visit the same room again <laughs> yeah speaking of that though like i know that it sucks and it's not easy but this shit would be over a lot sooner if some of y'all would just actually adhere to that. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's not the easiest thing and it sucks and some of us have small houses and we don't have shit to do. But it's like being in kindergarten where, you know, you're losing recess time because <laughs> of the, the, the stupid shit that like two or three other people are doing. Right. And it's like all of you people who just are so rebellious and don't want to adhere to it and just want to be out there and say, look at me, I'm saying, fuck the law. I'm going out and doing whatever I want to do, even though everything is closed. Yeah. You're part of the problem. I actually had one of my um, friends, mother of his child, message me and like was asking if they think that I think it would be acceptable for them to come down here at the end of the month. I'm like, everything is closed. Yeah. Why would you do do that? Like, sure, you bought a plane ticket, but you would literally be wasting money. There's no restaurants open except for drive through 
The beaches are closed. Shopping's closed. Mm -hmm. Why? Yeah. How? And right now, actually, the Florida borders are closed. Yep. Because I actually texted my brother and I was like, oh, since your kid's, you know, out of school, why don't you come down and visit for a little while? And he was like, the Florida border's closed. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're crossing the border and you don't have a Florida ID, you're getting turned around. Oh man. Could you imagine that? Like driving 1500 miles just to be like, nope, turn right back around. Well, that's, you know, that goes back to, to the last podcast about, you know, people being idiots. Mm -hmm. Like if you didn't do your research, that's what you get. But it's not like it's like some secret either. That's what I'm saying. Like if you didn't do your research, that's yeah. what you get. It's not like hard to figure out. All you have to do is pull up Google and, and ask Google. You can just ask Google, can I go to Florida today? No, you cannot. The Florida-Georgia border is closed. That's probably Simple. what you get. Yeah. It's well, you know why they did that, though, is because there was a bunch of people from New, New York, York yeah. that were trying to make their way down here to get away from New York. Mm-hmm. I wish that we would have just had a whole, like, of course, like, it's not helping out the economy, but, like, our economy's messed up now at this point. You know, so many people are drawn unemployment and out of work because of this. What you should have done, national lockdown for two weeks or a month, whatever. Because, like, at this point, this has extended, like, almost two months now. If we would have yeah. done just even a month, like, that's a lot of time. But mm -hmm. as a whole nation, did a lockdown, closed borders to states, countries, whatever, we probably mm -hmm. could have combated this a whole lot quicker. Yeah. Now they're well, talking about that. It won't be until like June or July before we start seeing like an improvement in health. Well, that's because we're already behind. Yeah. Um, another Italy. Yeah. Cause we didn't take it serious. You know, when the, when this all first started, Trump had talked about wanting to uh, completely stop and halt all travel from China to the U S and then everyone called him racist for it. Mm -hmm. And then, when this whole pandemic started and it started to get real bad. Why did you do this, Trump? They said, you know, they said, Trump, you know, like, why, why haven't you taken precautions earlier? And he said, look, fuckers, I did. <laughs> I said we should close down all traffic coming into the U.S. from China and you called me racist. Mm-hmm. Just like. Like, he was the first person who said, look, this is what we need to do if we're going to get a head start. And everyone put them down for it. So then that didn't happen. And now look at us. I feel like people say that stuff because of how, like, he wanted, like, the borders for Mexico and stuff like that. Like, he was racist for that. It's like, if you're bringing in bad stuff to our country that is going to affect the whole nation, shut it down. Mm -hmm. I wonder what all those extreme leftists are thinking now with their whole, like, oh, we should have open borders and just letting everyone come in. While they bring in all this stupid shit like disease and whatnot. They're the same type of people. That we could have just locked down earlier. I don't want open borders, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's super annoying. I think that we should just have a whole national lockdown, you know, fight it all together and get over yeah, it. Just get this shit done and over with. Because now all of the states, because we're not doing it on like a federal level, mm -hmm. they're letting all the states do it at their own pace. So every state is doing it at a different time. And yeah. no one is really in sync, and it's going to cause this to drag out longer and longer mm -hmm. because we're all slow as shit trying to get our shit together here. I personally think this is what they want. For years, they've been talking about this one world currency. What's a better time to get that going than now? Right? Our economy's shot. They're predicting that they'll have to, like, in order for the economy to try to regain, you know, somewhat, you know, to be okay, that they're going to have to have four different stimulus. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be stimulus checks for the people or whatever. That's a lot of money. Yeah. You know what? To be honest with you, though, like, I think it would they would have been further ahead using the stimulus package to help businesses and corporations, especially small ones, pay mm-hmm. their people so that those people could continue to get paid because as long as us regular folk are still getting our, our you know, bi-weekly checks or week-to-week checks mm-hmm. to stay on top of our shit and keep our bills paid and whatnot, as soon as everything is lifted, we can all go out and do our normal stuff, mm-hmm. and then that'll in and of itself stimulate the economy because all these people who haven't gotten to spend any money are able to do so now because everything is open again. Right. But now instead, because a lot of people are either out of work um, or aren't getting paid and they're furloughed or whatever, and they're mm-hmm. trying to collect unemployment, like they're just now like trying to get by and right. stay on top of their bills or catch up with the bills that they fell behind with. And then once the country's open again, no one's going to have any fucking money to spend. Right. I seen a thing that they're trying to get where um, like mortgages and rent that you're, you don't have to pay it. Like that would really help out the people who are actually out of work. Yeah. I think that would be a nice I did, thing. I did see a thing on that, but then I also saw another thing that was telling people that even though you're like during this uh, crisis that, um, like landlords and stuff can't evict you. Doesn't mean that once everything is lifted that they can't evict you at that point. Right. They'll find. You know, they just can't evict you now. Right. But it doesn't mean you should let yourself get behind because those people too they have bills to pay right. too. Like Absolutely. that's their their livelihood is you paying rent for the building that they're leaning out to you is how they make money. Yeah, how they pay for their house. Yeah. I feel it's a vicious cycle. It really is. That's why we need to just take one for the team, do this as a whole nation, get it over with. But in the meantime, I appreciate those Trump bucks. Well, I'm going to. What are you going to get with your Trump bucks? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing at this point. <laughs> probably just food and toilet paper. <laughs> you can't even find toilet paper. I know. I don't know. I'm going to just hold on tight to that, and hopefully we get to reschedule our Disney trip. You know, too bad uh, Chase isn't here, because I bet you if he spent his Trump bucks, he'd be getting a Bitcoin. A Bitcoin. <laughs> I mean, it probably in his, it's probably in his price range now again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what will you yep. do with your Trump bucks? Uh, I don't really know, actually. I don't think I want to just spend it on something stupid that I'm going to regret. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it's going to burn a hole in my pocket. Yeah. But I'm probably going to hold on to it for a while. You know, spend a little bit, you know, on fast food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get me out of the house for the essentials. Yeah. I, you know, for the most part, though, I am kind of a frugal person. I only really like spending large amounts of money on stuff that I know I'm going to use mm-hmm. and not, like, just blowing it on stupid stuff. So, I don't know. I'll buy a car. As long like as... Like a beater car to go to work and back. 1200 <laughs> $1,200 car. For me, as long as I don't step foot into Target, I think I'll be okay because I can go in there thinking I don't need a single thing. And then as if I'm in there for five minutes, I can come up with like all these different scenarios and like convince myself that I need to do this project. I need this thing and this thing and this thing. I can replace this. Mm-hmm. So I should just stay away from Target. You know, what will be funny, though, is like uh, going through the Facebook feed and watching all the stupid shit that people did buy with their Trump bucks once they get it because they were getting paid from their company or they were still working. So now this is just extra money. Yeah. And seeing people buy stupid things. That'll be oh, a good yeah. time. Marketplace yep. is going to be lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, Bethany. Yes. Where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Bethany Aikens Honick. 
Yeah, and you can find me on Instagram at Chard the Rich Man. Uh, you can also find the show at Two Dicks on a Pod on Instagram. You can also find us on Twitter as well as Facebook. Um, don't forget, you can also check out segments of the show on YouTube. If you're not already watching on YouTube, go ahead and give this channel a like and subscribe. And don't forget to hit the notification bell so you get the notifications every time we upload something new. Also, big thing, make sure you guys are going to podchaser.com, the website one-stop shop, to go ahead and review and rate uh, podcasts that you listen to. Because currently, right now, Podchaser is going to donate 25 cents uh, for every review uh, that you guys leave for a podcast, whether it's this podcast or any other podcast. And then they're going to double that donation for every time one of the podcasts reply to your review. And that's going for Meals on Wheels. That's right. For Meals on Wheels. So Good cause. You can do something to help this coronavirus from your house. Yeah, and it doesn't cost you anything. Just nope. go to one click podchaser.com leave a review rate a podcast it can be any podcast can be this podcast but seriously guys let me know who has the best dad jokes (laughs) the daddy or the mommy (laughs) yeah 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 anyway until next time next time guys we'll uh (laughs) catch you later